everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I want to show you another dashboard today. We've been talking about dashboards a fair amount lately as folks try to get their arms around what's going on in their practice with all this uncertainty. This example is a little bit different for a couple of reasons. The first thing that makes this dashboard unique is this practice management system stores the data in the cloud. So we're at the mercy of the cloud vendor for what data we can get. Fortunately, we can get an automated process to grab it every night. So what we do is we grab the data from the practice management system in the cloud, put it into our network and store it overnight in SQL Server so that we can manipulate it and do all kinds of things with it. So just because your data is in the cloud, it's not the end of the world in terms of being a customized dashboard. And I guess that's really the point of this whole podcast is this dashboard looks different than all the other dashboards that I've showed you because each dashboard that I do is a bit unique and a bit different based on the needs of the practice. If everybody has the same dashboard run off the same set of information and you've got as much information as the next guy, that dashboard doesn't provide much competitive advantage or much insight or much specialized knowledge to your practice. It's just this, you know, one size fits all and it really doesn't one size fits all. So as you look at this dashboard and what this group's doing, you'll see a couple of things. The first thing is because of the process that we're doing and the way they wanted to present data, this practice administrator said, hey, I want to be able to play with this dashboard, play with the data. I want a little bit more control. And the trade-off is we're not going to automatically send this dashboard like the other groups that we do with SQL Server reporting services. This dashboard's in Excel. So what we do is we grab the data from the cloud, store it in SQL Server, grab the data from SQL Server, and throw it in pivot tables that support this dashboard. So what this dashboard looks like is you've got a tab for each provider. And essentially what we did is we got one tab right, and then we just copied it for the rest of the providers and built formulas so that all you have to do is change the provider reference, and bam, you've got a new dashboard for the next provider. And then to the right are a whole bunch of pivot tables that feed the tables and numbers and charts that are on this dashboard. And what it does, it gives the this practice administrator a lot more control to say, all right, I've got my data out of the cloud. I've got it in SQL Server. I've got it in a pivot table. Now I can manipulate it how I want. And if I decide I want to change things around or I want to move this chart or I want to pull a different metric or use a different benchmark, he has control of the data and then can play with it. So I think that's one of the things that's unique about this dashboard. If you look at it, what they're looking for, and well, what I'm showing you is the first of three pages that go to each provider. And you can see, a, it's, this is a very graphical dashboard. And they can see here are the major metrics. This is page one. So the most important metrics in a sense are right here on page one, prime time, if you will. And you can see that they've got some goals and some different benchmarks in here. And some of them, they have different benchmarks that they can move. And because the practice manager has the data in Excel, it's easy for him to change the benchmark or for him to move the benchmark between different subspecialties in the practice. So if he wants to say, all right, this subspecialty has this benchmark, or I want to do like a 50% a 75% benchmark for this subspecialty, it's easy for him to get control and see the data he wants to see and really own the data that you really couldn't get before when the data was locked in the cloud. For this group, the 13 months was the way to that they wanted to see their data. Other groups do shorter time periods or they do the same month prior year or whatever. The trend is what matters to this group. So they'll show every month and they'll see the trend across it. The other thing on this dashboard that I wanted to address just briefly is to try to get your arms around clinic days work. You can tell it's a big deal for them. It's the, the graphic on this is going to be small, but the very first metric on this, on this dashboard is clinic days worked. And 
I want to talk just for a minute about how you get clinic days worked. I've done this for a couple of different groups. And again, one size doesn't fit all. But what we're trying to get a sense of is what if, if your charges are X or your work RVUs are Y or whatever it is, what's the denominator? How many days worked went into that? And typically what I'll do is I'll go to the group and say, define for me a day worked. And what a couple of them have done is say, no, no, I wanted to find a half day worked. And so we'll do that. There are half days on this dashboard. Say, all right, define a half day. And so what we'll say is it's X amount of office visits or it's Y amount of procedures or surgeries or whatever. And and then what we'll do is we'll data mine that data in SQL Server and say, how many days fit this criteria? At least six office visits or at least two surgeries or at least whatever. The other way I've seen folks do it is to say, if there was an appointment at 9 a.m. or at 2 p.m. or whatever, that's how you define a morning or an afternoon appointment, is you look at a specific slot on the time schedule in the middle of the morning, in the middle of the afternoon. And if they're there at that time slot, then that's a day worked. And that works for some groups too. But think about if you've got the front page of your dashboard, the most important information, what's at the top line, what do you really want to show? Think about, especially in today's environment, what kind of information is going to drive change in your dashboard? Last thought. The other place this dashboard is going, 2.0 if you will, is since we went to the trouble to get the data out of the cloud and build a process to grab data, pull it overnight and do it, we build a process at the same time to grab accounting data, pull that overnight. They happen to use Sage. And so we're going to grab Sage data. We pull it overnight. We throw it into the same SQL Server database. And now what we can do is we can marry cost and revenue information in a dashboard. Most practice management dashboards I see are all about practice management, practice management, practice management, charges, payments, adjustments, that kind of stuff. And the ability to blend cost especially in today's environment where costs are huge and revenues are down and all that. The ability to put cost information into a dashboard is very important. And we're, we're crawling. Right now what we're doing is we're just looking at the basic expense account balances by month over time. But Sage is going to let us split that by department and by provider and by location and by all kinds of other different ways so we can get a great understanding of these revenues against these costs and where's the mismatch and how do we manage in uncertainty? I hope these ideas about dashboards and managing with data are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today. Music